Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. One of the wealthiest and most influential people in the world has had some positive things to say about cryptocurrency. Given his importance as a global figure, it's essential we are aware of what he is saying about crypto, the market we all know and love. And of course, this comes at a time when the markets are also looking pretty darn green. So three main objectives for today's call. We're going to look at the charts, we're going to look at the top two headlines in the cryptocurrency news today, and once we're up to date, we're going to hone our attention, focus it on what the BlackRock CEO has had to say about cryptocurrency and why it's important for you. So let's dive in. So rundown of the charts, BTC, to the disbelief of many, is trading close to that 21k level. We can cross-reference this with our BTC technical analysis from Friday. To find this, I'm going to navigate through our weekly recap crypto letter. I'm a bit biased, of course, but this is one of my personal favorites because it gives us a rundown of everything that's happened in crypto in a given week. So on Friday, we concluded that it has been a huge week for Bitcoin, a steady uptrend into the 16,900 level, then a breakout after. Worth remembering, we're not out of the bear market trend yet, though. Key support as of Friday was 18K with key resistance at 19K and look where we've reached today, close to that 21K level. Looking forward, the favorite play right now will be with the momentum. Waiting for a retracement to around the 0.382 level or $18,000 and then scalp the bounce or set up a bigger long. That is because scalp plays are preferable until the macro market turns bullish. Now, for those who aren't familiar with the term scalp, this is a trade that profits off of small price changes and making a fast profit off reselling. This minimizes our time in the market and protects you from bear traps. Elsewhere, Ethereum is now above the 1.5k level and certain altcoins, FXS, CVX, MANA have really enjoyed this printing over 20% gains on the 24 hour. In terms of why Bitcoin and the crypto markets are doing well, I think a lot of it comes back to the CPI numbers we got last week, which showed that inflation is under control. So regarding the CPI numbers, we see that the consumer price index fell 0.1% in December, meeting expectations for the biggest drop since April 2020. So we're seeing inflation in a best place that it's been in roughly two years. Excluding food and energy, core CPI actually rose 0.3%, which was also in line with estimates. So on an annual basis, headline CPI rose 6.5%, while core increased 5.7%. The biggest reason for the easing in inflation came from a sharp drop in gasoline prices, which are now lower on a year-over-year basis. The markets have responded really positively to this data, crypto is pumping, and there is now a 93% probability priced in that at the next FOMC meeting, we're going to see a smaller 25 basis point interest rate hike. This is a scenario that is optimal for stocks and cryptos, hence some of this bullish momentum. It's worth remembering as well that this relationship between interest rates and crypto is relatively new. In fact, it's been for around about the last two years or basically since COVID started that Bitcoin has been showing a greater positive correlation with stock assets like the S&P 500. And as we already know, what happens to Bitcoin 
tends to sort of ripple throughout the rest of the cryptocurrency markets. So Bitcoin's association with something becomes the cryptocurrency's association as well. Stock markets tend to rally when interest rates are lower and therefore that is the relationship that cryptocurrencies have with interest rates now as well. Now we do have some data points still between now and the meeting like the US retail sales on Wednesday. However, the 93% probability does suggest that these data points are not going to have a heavy weight on the Fed's decision-making process. For example, regarding the retail sales, the belief here is that any downside in the December data may not change the narrative too much for the February FOMC, where a 25 basis point rate rise is expected, although they will likely be used by analysts to further build the case for a growth slowdown. So that's the charts done. Let's move on to the top two headlines in the cryptocurrency news today. And once we're up to speed, we can then focus on the statements from the BlackRock CEO. Top headline one, Twitter influencer victim of phishing. Over the last few weeks, most crypto prices have been soaring, but when there comes more opportunity, sometimes risk follows. With more and more people now aware of crypto, there is a high need for security of one's crypto and NFTs. That was seen true a couple of days ago when a Twitter influencer was a victim of malicious software that siphoned thousands of dollars worth of crypto and NFTs. Pseudo-anonymous Twitter influencer DeFi God claims to have lost a life-changing amount of his net worth in crypto and NFTs. How? He accidentally downloaded malicious software found via a Google ad search result. NFT God had used Google to search for and download an open source video streaming software. Instead, he clicked on the sponsored advertisement. Hours later, he realized he was under attack when he received a message from an acquaintance. Blockchain data shows that 19 ETH, MAYC NFT and multiple other NFTs siphoned from his wallet. The attacker moved the ETH to multiple wallets before sending it to a DEX and swapping it for other cryptocurrencies. NFT God believes that a pivotal mistake he made was that he was set up his hardware wallet as a hot wallet. This in a way no longer made it a cold wallet and allowed hackers to gain control. So why am I sharing this story with you today? Well, the thing is, nobody thinks they will be victims of these kind of attacks, but it does happen. Before downloading anything, be sure that you know what you are downloading. Some sponsored ads look very similar to familiar websites, so please double check before engaging with any websites so that you are not the victim of phishing. Final headline brings some positive news until we then turn our attention to the BlackRock CEO. Regardless of where we are in the market cycle, some projects have continued to build partnerships and deliver on their roadmaps. One of those is Project Azuki, an NFT project which draws its inspiration from Japanese anime. What began as a collection of 10,000 avatar PFPs, Azuki aspires to bridge the physical and digital world for collectors. Azuki was released over one year ago, but has maintained its position in the top five collections, earning it blue chip status. To celebrate the anniversary of the project, Azuki just launched a virtual interactive city, Hilumia. Azuki even has physical merchandise that players can purchase to reap digital benefits. The project saw an 86% increase in volume on the day the release of Hilumia was announced. Some early signs that it might be worth keeping an eye on the NFT market. Now that the daily rundown is complete, we turn our attention to the statements from the BlackRock CEO. If you've enjoyed this rundown so far, again, be sure to subscribe. So let's kick off with the significance of BlackRock. BlackRock is an American multinational investment company based in New York City. Founded in 1998, it is now one of the world's largest asset managers with $10 trillion in assets under management as of January 2022. BlackRock is considered to be one of the big three index fund managers that dominate America. 
So naturally, when the CEO of BlackRock has something to say, the world listens. And of course, the CEO of BlackRock, who has been making these statements that are bullish crypto, is Larry Fink. Very popular profile in Forbes lists and any other lists of very wealthy and notable individuals. BlackRock is also a publicly listed company, so you can see how the share price is doing under the ticker BLK. As well as for statements on cryptocurrency, Larry Fink is known for his outside-of-the-box thinking. He has been a big proponent of ECG as well, so environmental and social concerns when it comes to business. BlackRock has always had a bit of a hot-cold relationship with cryptocurrency. For example, we've received reports in the past that they are studying crypto but are concerned of this volatility. We also know that BlackRock owns part of MicroStrategy, therefore is looking for exposure in general to companies that are involved with cryptocurrency. They're even one of the names that are trying to get an ETF through. BlackRock plans blockchain and tech ETF amid crypto meltdown. So that's the context. What has he said that has been so important for cryptocurrency recently? Just a few days ago, Larry Fink was on a interview with CNBC and he said the following. I look forward to the day when all stocks and bonds are tokenized so we know every beneficial owner of every stock and bond. The entire bond market is being transformed as we talk right now. I believe the next generation for markets, the next generation for securities will be, will be tokenization of securities. Um, we will, and if we can have that distributed ledger that we know every beneficial owner Every beneficial seller, we all have our, our, our code right. of who's buying, who's selling, instantaneous settlement. And think about it, it changes the whole ecosystem. You don't need trust banks. So that is the headline, but let's get a sense for exactly what was said. We've managed to dig up the transcript. The BlackRock CEO says, we want to democratize the vote. This is one of the reasons why I'm focused on the whole idea of blockchain for securities. I look forward to the day when we can tokenize stocks and bonds that every stock and every bond we can identify immediately who is the beneficial owner and this is why we're working on it and every beneficial owner from an individual to an institution have the ability to vote, to democratize every single vote and that's where we want to take this and we're leading that effort. So let's unpack this a little bit. What Larry is saying here is that the next generation for markets the next generation for securities will be the tokenization of securities. So when he is looking out into the future of the markets, he is seeing cryptocurrency and blockchain technology increasingly play a role in that. In the world of blockchain, tokenization refers to a process where a digital representation of an asset is created on a blockchain, authenticating its transaction and ownership history. And then the idea is that this approach will enable a different way to trade assets like stocks, bonds, real estate, or even alternative assets like land, wine, or art, allowing the transfers to be visible on a public ledger. So he's taking some of the best features of blockchain and cryptocurrency, that transparency, that efficiency, that safety, and bringing into traditional finance. Speaking at a New York Times DealBook event previously, Fink argued that tokenization will provide instantaneous settlement and reduced fees. Despite these advantages, he added that the development of this type of technology wouldn't disrupt BlackRock's business model. So what is it exactly that we're seeing here? 
Well, once again, we're seeing that bankers, who have previously been very vocal in their dislike of cryptocurrency, are all saying that the future of finance is going to rely somewhat on crypto. It seems as though the alternative that is cryptocurrency markets has revealed just too many cracks in traditional finance for them to be able to continue without incorporating at least some features of blockchain and cryptocurrency. This would have been a bullish thing to hear before, very much so, but now especially after the FTX collapse. Many people were rightfully concerned that the collapse of FTX would be associated with the entire cryptocurrency industry. However, more and more, this appears to be a bit of a Lehman moment, meaning that FTX's actions are reflective of FTX rather than the cryptocurrency industry as a whole, and this is definitely the narrative that we wanted. So a green day for the cryptocurrency markets, good statements from the CEO of BlackRock, things are looking okay, Will they continue to be okay? Tune in daily to find out. Thanks very much for listening. I'll catch you tomorrow.